Uh, Lorenzo Alcoholic. Uh, first and foremost, I would like to uh, thank everybody who put this meeting together and all of those who are serviced to make this meeting happen. Um, secondly, thank you to Jay for asking me to speak. It's also, it's always an honor to speak and meet him Alcoholics Anonymous uh, and give back to the program that has given back so, uh, so much to me. Uh, happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Uh, being in the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous for a number of years, I've gotten to see those success stories and uh, I'm always thrilled to see it. Uh, I was out with my father today. I don't have any children myself, but I was with my father today. Uh, and I can tell you we had a great time, barbecued, and had a wonderful, drama-free Father's Day. And it wasn't like that three years ago. Uh, I'm going to tell you what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. Uh, first and foremost, I have a sobriety date of uh, October 29th, 2017. Uh, it's not my first, second, or third sobriety date. So if you are new uh, and in a retread, welcome. Uh, that is my story as well. Um, so I grew up in Orange County, in the city of Orange, like I mentioned. Uh, I grew up to two loving parents who did odd things like love and care for me and gave me other, every opportunity possible. Uh, for the first couple years of my life, I grew up with a lot of women in my family, and I, I learned uh, a lot of great things from the women in my family, such as uh, how to be a chameleon, uh, how to manipulate, how to get things out of any situation, how to act in any situation that I need to. Um, they called it emotionally, emotional intelligence. I called it something else. Uh, but I knew from an early age that uh, I, was, I felt different. It was all me how I felt. I wasn't actually different. It was how I felt. I wanted you to like me. I really wanted you to like me and, and think highly of me. I was always concerned about what you thought of me. Always concerned. And from a young age, I, I just remember that. My alcoholism came out and in a variety of ways, um, food, um, collecting candy at Halloween's, uh, getting on any sports team that I could because I wanted to be a human accomplishment rather than a human being. Um, again, just, just progress. Uh, high school, I, I was always up here. I was always thinking about what did I do? Did I say this correctly? What do people think of me? How can I be perceived better? And I remember the first time uh, I took a drink, that uh, that all just went away. That went away, and I was I was cured. I mean, the wheels stopped turning. I got taller. I got more handsome. People liked me. People laughed at my jokes, um, and I felt really really good. Uh, I wanted to chase that feeling for as long as I could. Uh, I hear a lot about how it's fun, fun with problems, and then just problems. And it was fun with problems right away for me. I went to the Catholic school uh, in Santa Margarita where uh, I was drug test profusely, um, no surprise there. And to get and do what I needed to do, I needed to have uh, fake urine at me, uh, with me at all times. And I had to keep that urine warm all day. So I'll give you a hint at where I had to place that. Um, that kind of was just uh, an idea of what it was like for me, uh, skirting drug tests. Uh, sophomore year of high school, I realized that I needed to uh, support my charity a little bit more. The, the GoFund Lorenzo's alcohol and drug habit. So when the, this is when the hate for Haiti, help for Haiti happened. And I created a, a fake nonprofit when I was a sophomore in high school and dropped off a, a bunch of coin bins to a lot of the stores in Santa Margarita, Mission Viejo. And it went to the charity of my choice, which was to my drugs and uh, drinking and drug habit. Uh, that crashed and burned like a lot of other my projects. And uh, mommy and daddy had to bail me out of that. Um, fast forward, just Manipulating, lying, I use the term hostage instead of girlfriend a lot because that was the relationship with not only women, but with everybody in my life. Uh, what can I get out of you? 
What can you do for me? I have the ism, I self me. Uh, fast forward, I go to college. I had an opportunity to play uh, baseball in college. I was involved with a lot of things because again, I want to be a human accomplishment rather than a human being. Uh, I got a chance to go up to Washington to play baseball. And again, like they say, you go somewhere, you bring yourself with you. And uh, my sick head was with me. I continued doing what I was doing, uh, skirting drug tests, drug tests, trying to make money on the side, this and that. And uh, in high school, I tried some other things just to go back a little bit, some other substances that I had really fallen in love with, uh, some outside issues, uh, but alcohol was, was always my number one. Um, after my first year of college, I wanted to be closer to mommy and daddy. I moved down to San Diego uh, where I was playing baseball as well. Uh, in my first year there, I fell back in love with the love of my life, which is another outside issue, which caused a lot of uh, turmoil and, and, uh, and hurt in my life. Um, I was playing baseball there. I was part of student council. I joined a fraternity. And uh, I thought I would be cool, slick, and hip and try to be Scarface in the dorms. Uh, because people like me don't go to jail. Don't you know how entitled and spoiled I am and think about I'm better than everybody? And that wasn't the case. Um, I remember my sophomore, yeah, my sophomore year of college, um, I was in my dorm and I had gotten a call from a fraternity brother that uh, they were outside to flush everything. So I propped up one of those Ikea chairs next to the, uh, the door and locked the door, went out to where I was hiding everything, tried to dump everything as possible. I had a white powdery alcoholic substance that I was dumping into the, uh, the toilet and I was on my hands and knees dumping this into the toilet. That toothpick of a chair broke when they let themselves in because I am in a dorm. Uh, I turn and as I turn, I dump this white powdery substance of alcohol on the floor. Uh, I'm on my hands and knees trying to pick it up covered. Uh, they throw the handcuffs on me, throw me on the bed and I go to jail for the first time. I'd like to tell you I've been sober ever since then, but that is not my story. Um, I thought it'd be a big, bad, uh, big, bad guy, but I was crying like a little baby in front of everybody. Um, and that's not even the most embarrassing, uh, arrest story I have, to be honest with you. Um, after that, again, I just felt, um, like a nomad. I, I, I felt like everybody was thinking about me because it's just about me. And that's more my problems. It's just about me. I just think about myself. I constantly think that you're at home thinking about me. And that's just not the case. I've learned that, um, fast forward a little bit. Uh, junior year of, uh, of college, I get arrested for uh, shoplifting mozzarella cheese. And no, that, that, that wasn't a, a typo. Yes, uh, shoplifting three pounds of mozzarella cheese from a grocery store. Uh, and again, this is a, a very good representation of my story. I'm not cool, slick, or hip out there. Uh, I'm just a mess. I'm a mess. I'm embarrassing to both people around me and my family and myself. And, and that's where my alcohol and, uh, and my disease takes me. Uh, after I graduated college, I thought I'd earned a little bit of a hiatus sabbatical uh, because I had accomplished something and the six-figure paying jobs were coming my way, and that just wasn't the case. Uh, I proceeded to graduate college and, uh, and move on to treatment centers. And again, I, I tell you my first time, nor my second time. Uh, the first time I was in Alcoholics Anonymous, I thought I drank the Kool-Aid. first time I was in a treatment center, I thought I drank the Kool-Aid. I was cured, and 15 minutes later, back doing what I was doing. I had no mental, um, I had no mental defense against the first drink. And, and that's what just baffled me. Um, this time around, I was admitted into the illustrious St. Joseph's psych ward where I had no access to my shoelaces, uh, nor my, my, my chain. And, uh, I was 220 pounds, very unhealthy. And I was getting in there and hitting on the schizophrenic women because uh, I didn't think things were that bad. Um, I had came back into Alcoholics Anonymous. I had kind of done this a couple times before 
and I gave up. I, my ideas were landing me in the jail, psych wards, and in all terrible places. And so I just uh, I picked up a sponsor, and I just was like, I'm going to do what you tell me. And I do that to this day. I do what I'm told. Um, I, I attend meetings. Again, I, I jumped into a group of guys right away uh, who had what I wanted. Uh, I got commitments. I started going to a meeting every single day. I started engulfing my life into Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, a year ago or three years ago, if you would ask me uh, what is the greatest thing I've done in my life, I would have told you some accomplishment. I wanted to, you didn't think uh, I was a big shot. Alcoholics Anonymous is the greatest thing I've ever done uh, in my life. Um, AA is my life today. Uh, I don't have anything without AA. I don't have the relationships in my life. Uh, my girlfriend is in the program. All my friends are in the program. Uh, people know that I'm in the program. I'm not ashamed anymore. I remember I struggled with that for such a long, 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 long time. Um, I have a sponsor who knows he's my sponsor. Uh, I sponsor guys. I've gone through all 12 steps with Alcoholics Anonymous, and I've had a spiritual experience because of that. Um, I know that I am not cured today. I know that it takes constant action and ever vigilance to, to keep this thing going. And I don't want to find out what I can get away with not doing uh, and to go out because I like my life today. Uh, I don't have to look over my shoulder. Uh, I've never been admitted into the psych ward sober or rested sober. Um, I'm just very grateful for my life. I mean, it's, it's a 100 and it's 360 degree difference. I think I said that wrong, but it's completely different. And um, I wouldn't give it up for the world. I have confidence in myself today. And it's not a cockiness. It's a confidence that Alcoholics Anonymous has given me. I have a relationship with my higher power and I'm just lucky to be here, man. I'm on borrowed time. And uh, again, I appreciate you guys so much for allowing me to speak uh, and mentally vomit or verbally vomit all over the screen. Again, thank you guys so much. I hope you heard anything and, and keep coming back. That's all I got.